A new year is upon us, and it's that time of year where new goals are made and resolutions are plotted out. Your finances are no different, and it is time to discuss what is realistic and what is attainable. What are some of your financial resolutions for the new year? Are these resolutions something that you will be working arduously to attain, or are these goals something that are too far-fetched and I will not allow you to reach them in a timely fashion? Making financial goals is an important step in controlling your money and how it will work for you. The time you spend planning for the year ahead can be the difference between gaining and growing or decreasing and devaluing. These financial resolutions that we will talk about today will challenge you, will challenge your year ahead, and will challenge you financially. Good day, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of CFILE Talks. I am Senior Financial Literacy Coach Richard Pinder, along with Senior Financial Literacy Coach Shanice Taylor. Join us today as we discuss the important topic of financial resolutions for the new year. Good morning. Good morning, Ms. Taylor. How are you doing? I am great, and I am ready for these financial resolutions. Yes, yes. So in, in kind of researching and planning for this, this podcast, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to go beyond the mm-hmm. traditional financial resolutions. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of challenge our behemoth and our listeners at, at, at large. I wanted to say, look, a lot of times when we make these resolutions, when we write things down or even think about them, mm-hmm. we just kind of do the generic. Okay. okay, I'm going to save. Okay, I'm going to plan. Mm-hmm. But there's, it doesn't really make you do anything. It doesn't cause you to actually act. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about our financial resolutions for the year, um, I think that this conversation today would be good for persons. Um, it's going to have some things in there that I'm sure is going to generate some, some debate. Uh, but that's always good. Yeah. Um, that is always good. Debate is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the first things that, we, uh, that I want to talk about are just in that same vein, is challenging financial decisions, right? So, for example, and making a plan to achieve them. Don't just make a, a challenging goal, mm-hmm. but make a plan to achieve them. So one okay. of the easiest ones that I'll talk about first is our high interest rate consumer loans and credit cards, Okay. right? So, for example, whoever, whatever the time frame is, you've been struggling with this particular credit card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you may not have been able to make the payments that like you should have been making mm-hmm. in the past. But this year, you can see, you can literally see where the money that every month, instead of paying money on this credit card, you could have been saving for your yeah. business. You could be saving for your house. Mm-hmm. You could be saving for your kids. Mm-hmm. And so what you want to do this year is, for example, reducing that credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Right. And let me just say this, too. And this is part of the debate. When you do get this credit card debt down to something manageable or you get it to zero, mm-hmm. I want you to hide the card from yourself. <laughs> hide the card. Do not take it out with you. You know, <laughs> what I, are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I think that sometimes you will hear them say they'll cut it up. Yes. Don't worry, the, the bank won't send the police if you do it. <laughs> but um, to be honest, I, I like what you said. You said make a challenging financial decision. Yeah. And when you say that, that is something that you have to be committed and dedicated to. You have to be disciplined to do yes. it. Mm-hmm. And I think discipline, discipline is in, in everything, like you said. Um, savings, however, the budgeting, it it it's definitely important 
if you're going to reduce any debt. And with the credit card, like you said, once you pay it off. Now, the question may be like, well, how am I going to pay it off? Well, the, I think the first thing is you have to stop you have to stop increasing that balance. Yes. And that's not going to happen over time. Um, some people use a credit card to, you know, when they go away. Some places don't accept debit yes. cards. Yes. It's strictly credit cards. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that's changing now. But <laughs> um, that's why people have it. People well, have side note, I would still, especially when we talk about away, I would still use the credit card. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, if you're going on a cruise, let's say... Um, you know, you might want to have the credit card. You know, sometimes the children go in the game room and, you know, they use, boy, they use, use those cards. Maybe with a credit card, you could have more leverage with saying, okay, hey, you know, reduce my charges and you take in my own money. But number one, reduce your spending with using the credit card. Mm-hmm. That might be harder, like I said. Um, know what it's for. If it's just for emergencies, then use it. Don't use it, you know, to go online and say, I'm going to put these things in my card and I'm a female, so I know how it is. But <laughs> seriously, this is a new year. And if you look at last year, like Richard said, this this was money that you could have been using. Um, it's something in finance that's very simple and it's very logical when you think about it. If you don't have the money, you're using someone else's money. And when you use someone else's money, you're paying to use their money. Mm -hmm. So instead of paying someone else to use their money, why don't you allow someone else to pay you for using their money by saving? Yes. Let me just jump in there right quick. I want for those that are listening, if you are one of those persons that think, just like Ms. Taylor saying, if you're one of those persons that think you're not spending your own money, you're fooling yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. So always remember, a credit card is not free money. If you're one of those persons that believe, oh, I'll deal with it later, mm-hmm. no, it will cost you later. Yes, it does. It will cost you later, right? Spend now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So definitely, um, and, I, and we're not saying that, that, of course, we have credit cards. Absolutely. Or we've had situations where we use the credit card and we ended up in situations. Oh, this and- this goal is about, it's about me too, if I'm being honest, <laughs> personally. I, this goal is about me as well. Trust me, I was temp- I was tempted. You know, there were a lot of emails circulating. You know, top up, you're instantly approved. Mm-mm. Man, desperate, tempting. Mm-mm. But the interest rates on Mm-mm. on credit cards, which is a consumer loan, yes. is high. Yes. You know, it's it's a lot, and it's compounding, meaning that. They're not just charging you off of one balance. They're charging you on a balance that's continuously Continuous. increasing. Yes. Yes. And so when we talk about that, I think that that when you think about how much money you can save, how much mm-hmm. money you can now put to your own your own uses. I think that when you think about your consumer loans, your credit cards, those are things that they, they seem small because they're not like a mortgage loan or something yeah. long term. They seem small. So you kind of like, oh, I've just paid it off. Or, but if you think about how much you're actually spending, when, and that's, that's what we talk about in our next point, when you think about our, how much you're actually spending mm-hmm. and what you could actually be doing with that money, mm-hmm. um, then it would give you pause and it would give you opportunity to think about, wow, yeah. there's so much other things I could be doing with that money. And just, just, just to pinpoint this too, and just because we've seen so much other people do it, and I'll say this, namely our parents. You know, our parents are one of the first set of people that, you know, um, basically determine how your financial planning would also be yeah. too until mm-hmm. you've learned new things. You know, just because we have seen our parents do it, 
I mean, we can learn from them. Yes, we can. And, you learn know, and from they, them. they they weren't bad, and they weren't not that they weren't knowledgeable. Yeah, they times just have didn't changed know. As well, you know, yeah, times have changed. Times have changed. So let's let's make that number one goal to change. Yes, yes, and and another another goal, um, even that that ties into that as well is, in looking at your budget, and of course we always re- reflect back on your budget. In looking at your budget. Eliminate or reduce mm-hmm. one cost or expense mm-hmm. and instead save or invest that money. I'll say it again. When you look at your budget, is there one cost that you can eliminate or reduce? And instead of, of, of that particular expense, you can save or invest this money. So I use the example of a, a Bahamian favorite, right? We like to eat out. We like to enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's all well and good. Mm-hmm. But how about instead of three or four times a month, mm-hmm. three or four times a month, or five or six times a month, however mm-hmm. much times it is, let's make it, cut that in half. Let's make it two or three times a month, mm-hmm. right? And like I said, instead of using that particular, that same money that you would have spent, mm-hmm. and you have an idea of what that is, whether it's $100, whether $150, and, and as we've seen, the cost of eating out is it's not cheap, right? So right. that same money that you, you could be putting that on a savings account that's mm-hmm. earning money for you. You're right, right. You're right. And so I that's once again a challenging goal. And okay, this this is some encouragement for my ladies out there. This is this is what I, I started to do. Okay, Richard talk about eating out and, and reducing it. Okay, let's say you're a person you, you like a particular fish. I'm not gonna call any fish because I don't want anybody <laughs> to say you telling me my fish isn't real. <laughs> but okay, let's say you like a particular fish. Let's go with the Bahamian grouper, right? Mm-hmm. We know I can't go in the food store and buy grouper. So you have to get this from special places. Instead of spending $20 for grouper, and that's probably like, I don't I don't know what the serving size would be. Why don't you go and buy your grouper from a local fisherman mm-hmm. and prepare that yourself at home? Mm-hmm. Trust me, you that would be much more satisfying paying maybe $30 or maybe $40 that could last you maybe seven to eight servings depending Mm -hmm. on your family size as opposed to buying one meal for 20 or 25 dollars trust me it it helps yeah and i I think that um when you and that's why writing it down is important in terms Mm -hmm. of your budget because now when you can see where you're spending your money Mm -hmm. and you um, and once again we talked about goals previously but when you can see where you're spending your money and you could say wow i could have been my that money could have been earning interest for me and at $150, that $200 a month, mm-hmm. that could have been earning some money for me. I could be billing towards something else. And so reducing or, or even illuminating or reducing any one of those options, and, and that, like would, you be, that said, would help you so much. And like you said, Richard, in reviewing your budget for real, it, it gives you um, categories that you spend money on. Yes. Now, I, yes. I'm not going to look at my bank account for December. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a good example. <laughs> I think we all need to, maybe. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I think looking at it may may help us to see, hmm, did I... Because we talked about, if, we, if we're being honest, in our December podcast, we talked about... But guess what? So I was, we need to review no, it. No, no, no. I was good for December. <laughs> okay. I am... Okay. Te- I think this is the best December I was with spending. Okay. I'm now, serious. so so sound like uh, Marcella is being challenged today because sounds like Marcella does need to look back. Were you really good? No, if you look no, at no, it, um, no. Your course. If you write you everything down that you spent. Yeah. Okay. Marcella's laughing. The plan that I had in the my plan. hand, had in my head to spend, uh-huh. I didn't spend it. Okay. So that's why I said it was good. Okay. I did spend, but the plan that I had. No, and that's why coming into January, I'm a little bit better because sometimes coming into January, we know it's rough. It's rough. 
But this this January the was not 10 as weeks rough of the year. <laughs> I know, but that's why I say twenty twenty four is looking bright. <laughs> good, good, good. So you have another point, Richard. Yeah. So uh, the third one that we talk about is procrastinating on your retirement savings. Okay. One of the things that I we always hear um, is that, oh, you know, I'm going to worry about my retirement savings later. Oh, I've been wanted. I've been hearing about this. I've been wanting to start this. I've been oh, saying I'm going to put X, Y, and Z on my retirement savings. And one of the main points that we always talk about when we talk about retirement savings is the value for money, right? And so what you want to remember is you want to maximize your earning potential. Mm -hmm. And right now, when you're working, is the time when your money should be working for you as well. So I have a question. If I'm listening and I'm in my early 20s, mm -hmm. how is retirement applicable to me? Like, why is it important now at the age of 20 to start for retirement? Very important because especially someone maybe in their 20s or 30s, you know, we all have, we always hear this saying of, I want to retire early. Mm -hmm. I want to be working for myself. And so we always say those things take money. Mm -hmm. um, just retirement is just a word. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's an action word. It requires things from you. Mm -hmm. And so just because you say that you're retired, I mean, that doesn't mean that you're going to stop actually working. Yeah. It just may mean a different type of, of, of job or, or work. Mm -hmm. And so... Do you have a plan for that retirement? You, in 20 years, saying, okay, we don't want to be like our parents, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. We want to retire early. What does that mean? Also, too, I, I think we have to realize that um, if you plan to live long, you're not going to, like you said, you're not going to be on this job for the rest Forever, of your life. Right. And yes. you, you probably don't want to be on Correct. one particular job for Correct. the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, you like we said, we started off with our in, um, first session about goals. Yeah. You know, and this having a retirement plan can actually help you because when you retire, it doesn't mean you stop living. No. It doesn't mean you stop no. working. And the bills do not stop either. You, okay, you do a different <laughs> type of work. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Keyword, the bills stay. So yeah. retirement is very important and the earlier you start, the better. Right. Because as mm -hmm. we know, interest rates, they're changing. Yes. The interest rates that you, hopefully they will continue to rise, yes, you so. know, but the dollar value that you could get today is better than it would be in the future. In the future. And, and so and to answer your question very poignantly, thinking about it in your 20s and 30s is the time to be thinking about retirement mm -hmm. savings, in my honest opinion. And so start today. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Don't say I'm going to worry about it next year. You know, if I may, for example, you have a retirement, CFAL has a retirement plan, $50 mm -hmm. to start. Yeah. $50 Just a month. $50. So even the myth around retirement savings that you need plenty of money to start, plenty mm -hmm. of money per month. Just you do start. Not. You just need to have the commitment to say, I'm going to do it. That's yeah. all it really takes. All right. So the next point we want to talk about investing in your financial knowledge. Financial literacy. Financial literacy. That's, that's always a key point as a part of this podcast. But one of the things that we always think, you cannot do what you do not know. Right. And so there are so many different financial instruments out there, more than what we talk about, our, what, what, what we had in the past. Mm -hmm. And so there are so much more financial opportunities out there. Mm -hmm. Now, it requires you to have the information. Basic understanding, at least. Yes. It requires you to, under, it requires you to understand what am I getting myself into? Mm -hmm. How much is it? How long is it going to take me? How mm -hmm. much? There are a lot of questions that What's you have to ask. What's the estimated return? Yes. Realistic expectations. What's the worst case scenario? <laughs> yes, absolutely. But investing in your financial knowledge is very important mm -hmm. because one of the things that can get you debt free, one of the things that can get you financial freedom mm -hmm. is financial knowledge, mm -hmm. right? Because there's, like I said, so much opportunities out there mm -hmm. 
if you just take advantage of them now. And also to um, not only just um, helping you get in return or anything, also to, like we said, you have goals that you may need financing from other people. And what, I, what I'm realizing too, Richard, just off topic, that there are a lot of opportunities out there, you know. Yes. Especially now in um, areas of small businesses, even with, with getting the loans mm-hmm. and everything, a mm-hmm. lot of things are becoming available. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know about it or if you don't understand it, like you said, how could you take advantage of the opportunity? Exactly. Exactly. And so invest in your financial knowledge. One of the most important things that you could do. And this one, if, if I'm being honest, this one actually doesn't cost you. This particular goal doesn't cost you. Yep. Only thing it takes you is your time, and right. which, is, which has value. Mm-hmm. But and, it's, ask, and ask questions. Don't be ashamed to ask questions. Yeah, exactly. And so one of the other things that we want to talk about is, I want to give a personal example with this particular goal, but overwhelming yourself with large goals mm-hmm. and then trying to figure out how you're going to pay for them, right? <laughs> so I'll give you an example. So I have a, I have a, a daughter, a daughter that's going on five, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, we're talking to her about her chores, getting her to do her daily chores. And sometimes when we talk to her and we say, these are the things you have to do. It's a list, right? Okay. And she says, mommy, daddy, this list long. I can't do this. This can take all of my time, right? Mm-hmm. And so we say, look, don't look at the list like a list. Okay. Look at number one. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you have to do to accomplish this particular Number this, so for example, when she comes home, she has to clean her shoes, right? This is a written list, yes. We have a chore list, absolutely. Oh my goodness, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at your chore list, don't look at the whole five or six things that you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Just look at number one. What does it require you to do to okay. complete number one? So, right. what we're saying is take it step by step, right? Training. We all have a tendency to feel overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and if you're looking at your large list. Your, all of your resolutions for 2024, it mm-hmm. could feel overwhelming, it could feel daunting. Mm-hmm. But if you take it one by one and say, what does it require me, what does it require of me to complete at least one or two of these things? Yeah, and don't get stuck. And don't get stuck, right? And one thing that we talked about off air, you can take it month by month even. You can make a, an, a, a monthly plan. Mm-hmm. So January and February, mm-hmm. or the first quarter of mm-hmm. the year, or the first six months of the year, I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z. Yes, yes. Right? So kind of set yourself up with smaller goals, mm-hmm. right? We call it bite size, where you can actually feel like you're accomplishing something. So you don't look at January to December of 2024. You look at January to March or January to June. Like last year, I made a commitment to myself. I said I wanted to save more. Yes. And guess what I did? Now, there might have been one or two months. I didn't. But guess what? Also, too, with savings accountability yeah because if you're not saving the money what are you doing with it mm-hmm. if you're not saving it is the idea spending it or you better be investing it mm-hmm. and so what i what i happened to do i wasn't spending it on you know like saying okay let me take this money and go and buy some type of device or no if if i used it it was something for a for a good purpose i used it for but i'm proud of myself that i did it yeah. because at first it seemed like you're gonna go do what but I was like, no, I got to do this. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. And so making sure that you, your goals don't make you feel like, oh, I can't do this. This is going to take too much money. I, I don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Don't make it. Don't, don't set goals for yourself that's going to generate excuses. Stress, yeah. And so I'll repeat that. Don't set goals for yourself 
that's going to generate excuses. Set goals for yourself that will make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because we all go to work. We all have jobs. We all have nines to fives. But you don't want to just do that feeling like, oh, man, I'm I doing this, but I can't reach this thing But Richard, it also brings us back to our physical goals. Yeah. Because, you know, this is the time now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, especially after Christmas. This is the time where everybody's talking about how they want to get physically fit. Yes. So have the goal to be financially fit. You know, we're 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 not just um just um physical beings. We're spiritual beings. We're we we have brains. We think. We we want to accomplish. We want to um we want to have control. We want to basically dominate whatever it is that we're called for our purpose in life. So, just set it. Just set the financial goals. It's obtainable. You can do it. Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 that kind of goes into the next point as well. Um, and I think Miss Taylor was talking about it earlier with her Christmas spending. Yeah. But I just want to say, whatever the goal is, and we want to encourage you today, whatever the goal is that you had for 2023, mm-hmm. you may not have accomplished it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? You might have fallen off. There might have been things that came up that you didn't couldn't control. Yeah. Do a quick review mm-hmm. and get back on the horse. Yeah. Get back on it and say, this is what I this is what I want to do in 2024. This is what I want to finish. New opportunity. Yeah, new this year. is what I want to finish. All right. So a simple assessment will help you to dis- discipline yourself in your spending habits. Mm-hmm. So make sure that if you did fall off in 2023, don't just say, don't just write that goal off. You wrote it down for a reason. Yes. You wrote it down for a purpose. It has a reason that you wrote it down. Mm-hmm. So be encouraged and continue to move forward with that as well. Yeah, it's obtainable. Like I said, um, I said I got to increase the spend in some um, savings, and I did. Yes, yes. <laughs> it yes. wasn't easy, but I did. <laughs> yes. Now this next one, um, this one is one of the goals that I, I when I when I wrote it down and I was reading up on it um, from an article as well. Mm-hmm. I laughed to myself um, because, of course, I thought of my wife, um, and I know Mrs. Taylor's gonna debate me on this, mm-hmm. and she may go to bat for you, ladies, but. Delete or block temptation. And I think you talked about this earlier, Ms. Taylor. Mm-hmm. But what this is talking about is a lot of times when we're online or we're on our phones, mm-hmm. we see ads and we know ads, especially once you're, you're, you're looking up things, targeted ads come to you and you, things that you like, they come to you and they say, oh, they be having a sale or we oh, we having this price. And sometimes it can cause you to be impulsive. But um, I'm challenging you today. You, you, you're right. And um, I'm going to say this for, for me personally. I know my limitations. Mm-hmm. My limitations is if I am away in a shopping mall, I have no discipline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be real. Okay. I am going to be real. So if I do that and I know I should, I, w- I would leave the cards or let it stay with my husband or someone else, yeah. I wouldn't even take it with me. Yeah. Now I'm going to be real. Now, definitely the online targeted odds, they, they are very tempting. Yes. Seriously. But mm-hmm. to be honest... I would say spend if you need something. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, if we look in our closet, there are some outfits in there that we have not, wa- that I have not worn. I'm mm-hmm. going to be real, mm-hmm. you know, but definitely as a woman, I'm standing with my women. If we are in the store, <laughs> come All on. bets off. So my encouragement to the ladies or, or, you know, you might have men like to shop too, mm-hmm. you know, do not go on the site. Do not go on the site. <laughs> But keep your goal in mind. Yes. Keep your overall goal in mind that, yes. hey, um, instead of you spending 150 on some clothes that you maybe could need, you know what? Hey, you said you wanted to get some some new rims for your car because you really need it. 
then think about think about the rims or yeah. but you know think about something that's actually gonna add value to to your life yeah and so the last one that i will talk about is a spending fast and it kind of ties into that as well and when i read this one um when I, as i was reading and i was thinking about this one i said you know what that's interesting mm-hmm. and this is a, a goal that i may even challenge myself with as well and all a spending fast means is take a week mm-hmm. take a month and take two spend. weeks and only spend money on what you need for example, your your monthly bills, what you need to eat for Richard, lunch, I think and you we can need plan. To, we need to do this challenge. Let's do it for a week. Yeah, five business days. Five business days. I don't know when, when we're gonna do this, but we can, let, let's do it, I and guess, then I, we'll come back to I'm, the listeners and let them know how it went. I agree. I I, <laughs> I, I, I like this challenge. CJ, are you in with us? Okay, CJ is not on. <laughs> yeah, no, a spending fast. It will help you to see: um, Can I discipline myself not to spend money when I don't need to? And so. I think if I'm home, home all week. <laughs> no. And the, fr- the fridge is already stocked up. No, no. Spending <laughs> fast. Don't spend money beyond your necessities and fixed Wee. expenses. It's a challenge. Okay. And I think it would be for me as well, because I, I, I do have a family as well. But mm-hmm. spending a spending fast. Try it just to see, can I live within my means? Can I only live on the things that are in my house? That I need. I, that I need. Boy. You, you know, you're right, you know, because... There was some time during the holidays that, you know, you were at home, you know, you didn't have to come out. Yeah. You had that piece of turkey still in the fridge mm-hmm. or you had your three tote bags from the neighbor <laughs> across the road. So you didn't have to spend no money, right? Yeah. And I don't know what, what it's the temptation that rose up in me. Find something to spend on. All the time, you know, you don't, I don't need, you don't that. need that food yeah. in the fridge. <laughs> Yeah. So you're right. I think we need to do this. I think we need to take this on. Yeah, I, I think it's a challenge that, I'd, you know, I'd, as 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 the host of the show, as the host of the show, we always say we, we won't tell you anything that we won't do ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so if you're being honest, these these last two uh, blocking the temptation and the spending fast is, you know, as I was preparing for the podcast, I was saying this, this is something that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in, in talking about it with my wife as well, yeah. um, we both laughed at it. She laughed at it as well, just <laughs> I like Miss Taylor. <laughs> and it would definitely be a challenge. But I assure you that uh, Miss Taylor, and I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I will definitely try. Maybe I will a week, try. maybe five business days. I and will we, try, <laughs> and we will come back to our listeners. But challenge yourself. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, these goals are here to challenge you and to mm-hmm. make you better. Yes. Um, because we all have dreams and these dreams cost money. Yep. And they the only do. way that you can accomplish these dreams financially is if you stick to your budget and if you actually, and you be disciplined. Goal ready and goal focused. Yes. So good day to everyone that is listening in. We hope our financial resolutions for the year 2024 will help you and encourage you to get to the level of achieving your goal. Again, thank you, Richard, for hosting this episode. Again, guests, we thank you for listening in. For those who would have enjoyed the podcast or have any comments, kindly send us a note at info at cfile.com or visit our website at www.cfile.com and show your support. Thank you to CFAL for sponsoring this episode. Until next time.